Ask the Podcast Coach for January 20th, 2018. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is, that fun-filled music. That means it's Saturday. It's 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. That means it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. Uh, I am Dave Jackson from the theschoolofpodcasting.com. And joining me right over there, Jim is out on assignment. I think he'll be out for a little bit. He's got that whole high school thing he's doing with kids and interns and that whole education thing that he does. So um, I mentioned on Facebook today that I would be all by myself. And the one and only Nick Suberling from Cincinnati Soccer Talk jumped in. So, Nick, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. I'm going to do my best Jim Collison impression this week, coming at you live from Perrysburg, Ohio, where it is a balmy 34 degrees. <laughs> hey, when it's above like 10 in Ohio, we're like, hey, grab the boards. We're going to the beach, man. I'm putting some shorts on and we're playing outside. Yeah. So uh, we are at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. If you would like to join us, simply go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join and uh, preferably with clothes on. Uh, you will jump into the video <laughs> with us. Um, we had the one. Were you here the one week when this little kid that was all of maybe 13 jumped in with no shirt on and we're just yes. like, okay, this is, uh, this is uncomfortable and Awkward. yes. And so, uh, the other thing that if you haven't seen on Facebook, this showed up in the mail this week, there's my, <laughs> my 2017 podcast award winner for technology for the school of podcasting. So, and it's great cause it's, it's an award and you could probably take somebody out with this thing. Even though it's, you know what that means now, Dave, is you need to win a podcast award for Ask the Podcast Coach. That's it. And then you could really shove it in everybody's face. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, but we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And uh, which just dawned on me that everybody is there except me. So uh, if you have a question there and you don't feel like coming on live, uh, you could do that. But uh, Nick. You said you had a couple things we could talk about. So let's uh, let's jump into those while we're at it. Sure. Uh, you know, I know a lot of us podcasters were real big into gear talk. So I figured let's dive right into some early morning gear talk. And it's also it's kind of a because of my podcast story as well. So I'm, Excellent. I'm killing two birds with one stone, Dave. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, my podcast, uh, Cincinnati Soccer Talk, we cover a soccer team in Cincinnati called FC Cincinnati. Uh, and coming up here in a few weeks... Uh, they are going to be heading down to Florida for their preseason uh, preseason training camp. And so because of my podcast, I get to make the trip and go down and cover the team for the whole week. I will be down there for a whole week and hanging out with the team every single day. And so I needed to figure out a way to a get my podcast studio down there and b figure out a way where I can get three or four people on camera at the same time and be able to record and either stream live or record videos. So enter present to you a new mixer oh i've this, almost bought that like five times this is a behringer uh Z, if, if i'm saying it correctly xenix i believe that's how you yeah. pronounce x-e-n-y-x uh 1002 b and the b stands for battery and you can see oh how cool is that or you can remove this little plate and you can put, put batteries in and you can run your mixer off of battery power and the reason i need that is because i'm going to be at a massive soccer complex i can't imagine there being a lot of power outlets nearby so uh, i had to find a way to be even more portable than just buying a smaller mixer so this mixer is battery powered it's got five xlr inputs so i could have potentially up to five people on camera 
and it's got a mixed minus and um yeah it runs on two nine volt batteries and if if you need phantom power which we won't because we're going to be having dynamic mics um you can also throw in a third battery that would run the phantom power as well so really looking forward to to using that uh, piece of gear down in florida and we should state the obvious i'm assuming it also runs on electricity yes (laughs) okay um there is the port here your typical uh ac adapter uh power in port so yes and here's the the plug for that as well have you had a chance to uh to play with it yet i turned it on i made first of all I, I turned it on i haven't put any batteries in it just yet i've run it off of electrical power at the, for the time being i've plugged in each xlr mic just to make sure that each channel works and that's about as far as i've gotten because uh the thing i like about this mixer why i almost bought it a it's the smallest mixer i've ever seen that actually has faders and there's I, I think you have, it looks like three, um, three knobs for your EQ. I'm not sure what that would be called. Mid, uh, low, and, and uh, high. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just bass and treble, you've got a, a mid in there and you've got an auxiliary could, send. And I thought for a, for a podcaster, you know, sometimes there's a whole bunch of extra knobs that you don't need. You know, right. you, you got control room out and all this. And I think this has that too. But to me, it was like, wow, this has sliders. It's got, uh, the auxiliary out and uh i didn't realize it ran on batteries too that's pretty cool yeah it can run on batteries and and as emily just stated in the chat room uh this is only a hundred dollars yeah that's it hundred dollars at bnh photo that's where i got it um i I, i'm really looking forward to to putting it to use and of course i'll give you a full report after my trip down to florida that'd be cool yes if you uh if you are listening to this after january 20th you go out to askthepodcastcoach.com slash 197. I will have a link to that uh, in the uh, show notes. That's pretty cool. I'm glad you bought it because I've almost bought that numerous times because I think that would be a great microphone, a great microphone. Am I really? Okay, more coffee. A great mixer. Started started with an M. A great mixer for, for podcasters just because I don't think there's as much of a, oh my gosh, what are, I guess maybe the other thing, and it sounds stupid, the knobs are spread out more. Yeah. And so it's not like, ah, um, I usually have a little Behringer behind me. He's hitting the microphone, uh, but I don't. Well, that's pretty cool, man. I, and the battery thing is, that's a bonus, especially if you're, it's like you said, you're someplace where you can't go or, or think about if you went to a, an event, let's say I take it down to PodFest or podcast movement or something like that. and want to do a quick interview and some people just take their portable recorder and a bunch of microphones, but let's like you said, you're going to have a bunch of people. You know, so you need more than than two, maybe. Yeah. So, and it's small enough that it could probably fit in my yeah. bag. That could just hang over my shoulder and just kind of feed the cables out because they're sliders. I'm not worried about those moving as I move in the bag. Uh, as far as the levels go, I could set the levels, put the mixer in my bag, and just have the cables kind of fed out. And that way, all I'm dealing with is just XLR cables. Like I said, I'm I'm excited about my trip down to Florida. Even more excited that the team is going to give us the access that a lot of people don't get, which yeah. is remarkable for, for us since we are podcasters and uh, really excited about that. Well, I know in the past you'd, you'd try to kind of, you had access to some of the players and things like that. Are you having any more luck with the team promoting the podcast, like the front office? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is surprising because uh, the, the last episode that we did of our show, we actually had the head coach of FC Cincinnati on and um, now the, the the players themselves, they share the the head coach who was just on this past week. 
He is very helpful. He shares when he's going to be on, but for, for whatever reason, and it's just, has always been this way. The team itself just does not want to share hmm. our stuff. And that's fine. I, right. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not bitter about it. I'm not upset about it. Uh, the fact that we get the players and the fact that we get the coaches on, it's right. awesome. And I never got that access when I hosted my Bengals show. Um, so I, I'll take it. Yeah. Cause you get good, good content. That's the beauty of it. And, and so uh, that'll keep people um, coming. So that's cool. So how long have you been doing that show now? Well, we just celebrated our hundredth episode this past week. Congrats. Uh, we started it. Uh, thank you. Uh, we started uh, February of 2016. So just a little, little under two years ago. Nice. Still having fun. Loving it. And it helps out. I've got a great cast, a great group of guys that we rotate in and out that uh, we I think we're up to 11 guys now on my show uh, that come in and out. We have a lot of staff writers that are posting blog articles. So it's, it's really coming along. It's, it's, it's growing leaps and bounds here in just, just a little under the two years. So uh, I, I couldn't have asked for, you know, I, I was a little hesitant when I was doing my Bengals podcast and I, I gave it up, you know, a lot, not a lot of podcasters can say, I'm quitting a show that's getting 25 to 3,000 episodes, 2,500 to 3,000 downloads per episode. Wow. And I, I quit it because I just, A, I wasn't, I wasn't having as much fun as I had been. Mm-hmm. Um, the team, well, they're the Bengals. <laughs> um, <laughs> they continuously let us down year after year. And I know it could be worse. I could be a Browns fan. Yes. But we won't go there. I got to a point where I was dreading getting behind the microphone and that should never happen for your show. And if that happens, that's when it's time to go. And it just coincided with FC Cincinnati coming along. It was their inaugural season. And I found something else that I was passionate about. That's it. And yeah, that's to me when people say, well, how do you know when it's time to hang it up? When you consistently are getting behind the microphone going, ugh. Just, uh, I mean, I, I've kind of let weekly web tools go by the wayside. I told them, I'm like, I, I actually did one. I'm like, Hey, from this point forward, I'm not turning on the microphone until I find something that's really, really cool. And I said, so, you know, don't unsubscribe unless you want to, or whatever I said, but it's not weekly. Cause it was already not weekly web tools. It was kind of like whenever I can get to it, but I just, a, I was spending four hours in some cases a week looking for something to talk about. And then I would go, well, uh, yeah, I guess this will do. It wasn't like, oh, wait till I find this. You know, wait till I tell you guys about this. It was like, eh, all right, here's a here's another video thing that lets you do blah blah blah. It's it's a lot like the other five video things that we've talked about. That uh, you know, nothing really new. And so I just yeah. was like, you know, this isn't fun anymore. And I just was like, so I shut that down and started the Alexa Cast because I was really into the whole Amazon gizmo, and I'm still enjoying that show. So. Uh, and, and Dave, that's why when you hear not just yourself, but other podcast coaches say podcast your passion, because it's so much easier to get behind the mic. It gives you that extra motivation to find the content. And when you're not passionate and you've lost that motivation, it, it shows through the mic. I mean, it shows when your audience hears your, your voice, you don't have the energy you usually do. Yeah. It, it really does. And so that to me, it was, I, I, felt I felt guilty getting behind the microphone and faking it. You know what I mean? I, I felt like I wasn't being genuine with my audience, uh, folks who tuned in live, folks who downloaded every week. 
it was just disingenuous. And so I, I had the guilt of, I'm just putting out a podcast because I know you want an episode and that that's not fair to them. It's either. Tuesday and I told you I'd have one. So, right. Yeah. Uh, Steven has a great suggestion. If you ever want to bring that thing back, just start podcasting about the actual band from the eighties, the Bengals. <laughs> You've got all the SEO there. It's just go to town. I mean, walk like an oh. Egyptian. I mean, um, yeah. What was the other one? Turn around. <laughs> I don't know. I only know one song. That yeah, was it. <laughs> yeah. So that would be, uh, that would be one to, uh, to do, but yeah. Uh, and, and the other thing is like Kale Nelson is a guy, he does ham radio 360. His audience kept growing and growing and it was a lot of work to, to put together a show. It was really good. And he went to his sponsor and said, Hey, um, you know, you kind of signed on for this and my audience has like grown significantly since then. So we would like to raise the rates on the advertising and the advertiser said, no. And Hmm. so Kale said, all right, I'm not doing the show anymore (laughs) because Kale has, well here, um, Kale has a tribe of children, right? That's that's his Christmas card. One, I mean, like one of the coolest guys on the planet and his kids, he does a, uh, I think it's this one is Milam is his one son and Milam does a podcast. It's called Milam in the middle and um, just a super nice guy. And he's a stay at home dad, I believe or was, but anyway, it was like family podcasting and it used to be the podcast, you know, help bring in some cash for the family. But he was, he was noticeably missing in some family things. And he just went, you know what? Um, uh-uh. Don't think so. And so he shut it down. And started, and he said the the payoff on the family side, once he did that, was extremely noticeable. <laughs> and he's like, and so now he he does that show occasionally, you know, if something comes up and he's got extra time, but it's it's not a big deal. And I think he was going to do a Patreon thing. And so you believe it or not, I know this is all about starting your podcast. You can actually quit, and and the world will go go on. So, yeah, and at the time. Um inside the jungle was getting, like I said, 2,500 to, to 3,000 downloads per episode. And we were up to, I think when I shut down the show, I was getting $700 a month in Patreon support. Yeah. That's hard to turn down. It is. And yeah, I did it. And I'm, I'm, I'm super thankful that I thankful is not the right word. There are, there are community members from that podcast that I, I, I do miss that relationship where, um, Contact, contacting them on Twitter, uh, having them engage with me on the show. I, I do miss that. And I miss my co-hosts. I mean, those guys were, were really fun to record with. But again, it was just about now I, my heart wasn't in it. Did the Patreon like maybe not push, but did that yeah. add to the guilt? Yes. Yeah, I it could absolutely see that. 100% added. I've got these folks who are contributing every month and I felt an obligation. Yeah. And again, it was, I'm not enjoying this. I'm not putting out the quality content that you're paying for. It's not fair to you who are giving the, the hard earned money every month uh, to, to, for me to just go through the motions. And so I, I, I shut it down. And fortunately the, the audience, they understood. Yeah. Cause Kale did the same thing. He said, look, here's the deal. You know, I'm going to go be a dad. And I said, are you going to tell me that there's going to be somebody in your audience that goes, no, man, what do you mean? You're going to be a, 
He's like, nobody's going to tell you, you can't do that. We're more. No. So he didn't get any flack. Uh, you know, life went on and, um, I would pretty much guess he's going to be more happier in the long run. Sure. Uh, so, um, I don't know. And if- the good news is that as I've replaced that and it's not really necessarily income because I'm right. You know, now that I have a staff, um, I can't just, you know, pocket that money uh, that I'm getting now for Cincinnati Soccer Talk. But we have gotten to the level of uh, listener support. We're pretty much on par with where I was on Inside the Jungle when I shut down that show now with Cincinnati Soccer Talk. So I've kind of I've gotten back to where I was financially uh, from donors uh, of from our listeners. So nice. That money is being saved, is being used for stuff for uh, live shows. Uh, you know, we've bought a few different mixers for for the guys who are down in Cincinnati, for those of you who don't know, I'm in Perrysburg, Ohio. So I'm like three hours North of Cincinnati, <laughs> but the rest of my cast and hosts and, and writers and staff they're they're down in Cincinnati covering the team, doing a great job of it. So when they go and do live shows and they, you know, they'll reach up and you say, Hey, we need, we need microphones. Hey, we need a mixer. Hey, we need a speaker. I've got that money to put towards the show. So nice. Well, speaking of Patreon, thank you for the lead in. Uh, I do want to thank, uh, my patrons, if you go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, you can be an awesome uh, supporter, uh, just like Shane from the spot. I, I can never say this word. Of course, my microphone's in the way. That's why. Uh, Spybrary. <laughs> that's a cool name. I, I, I love the that. fact that that's like you've made your own brand. Uh, Jonathan from weeklyawesome.com. You may have heard of this guy, Glenn the Geek Hebert. You can find him at horseradionetwork.com. Josh Rivers at podcastingexperiments.com. And uh, last but not least, Max Trescott from AviationNewsTalk.com. And uh, again, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter and uh, keep the lights on here, uh, well, I've got some expenses coming up. That's going to be fun. Feel free to go over to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome and uh, keep the lights on here. And uh, your your support is greatly appreciated. The other thing, I, I'm going to put this link into the show notes. It's interesting because we've heard now we're Spotify is they're basically open up the doors, at least for Libsyn people. I'm assuming there's another door somewhere. If you're not on Libsyn to get into Spotify, I think the thing with Libsyn is we can, we actually pull their stats over into your Libsyn dashboard. And there's an article on in gadget that said they announced, uh, I believe this was yesterday that it's launching a new multimedia format called spotlight that will pair visual elements like photos and videos with podcast, audiobooks, and other content. It's the first big feature from Courtney Holt, uh, Spotify's head of studios and video, who joined the company last September after Tom Calderon left in August. When Holt was hired, Spotify said they would be focusing on expanding premium video content as well as developing podcast and audio program offerings. Uh, so it says, we are excited to launch Spotlight a new format that merges great storytelling, news, information, and opinion with visual elements, all delivered in playlist form across a number of content categories. Playlists play an important role in the daily lives of our users and bring them closer to the creators they love. I will say, one of the things I love about Spotify, because I'm a premium member, I, I put out the 10 bucks. I love going in on Monday and seeing what they've recommended for my weekly playlist. Because I found a, a band um, this week he said, trying to pull up his Spotify, something, something Eagles, blub, not the Eagles, Eagles, but it, I think it's the guy from, uh, I love that cocaine, uh, Buck Cherry. Uh, that's a weird thing to just blur it out in the middle of nowhere. 
and I'm trying to find the name of it. Screaming Eagles. I guarantee you that's got to be the singer from that. I, I can't tell because I'm using Spotify on my uh, uh, iPad here. But the thing that I'm interested in is the whole visual element with audio because this is it's one of those where it might work. It might be cool. I don't look at Spotify when I'm playing it. I hit play and then I minimize it and let it go because I'm usually listening on a computer. And if I'm listening to it at the gym, again, I'm not looking at it. There was a thing many moons ago that were enhanced. It was invented by Apple enhanced podcasts Mm -hmm. to where you had chapter marks and you could say at this point, display this picture and Apple doesn't, I don't think even Apple supports their own format anymore. Uh, I think it might work in iTunes desktop, but I'm like, so to me, it's kind of a, Hey, here's a new feature. And I'm like that. uh, I don't know if do you get excited when you hear that soups. No, and I'm a Spotify premium user as well. Uh, we've got the family plan. So we've got uh, myself and my wife and my two kids who I'm getting sick and tired of opening up my Spotify and all of a sudden seeing a new playlist in there. Like, wh- where did this come from? Oh, Ben was on my iPad. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> it, you know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the same with you. I, I, I hit the play button. I hit the shuffle button and then it is away. I don't see it. I don't look at it. And the fact that you said, did you say that Spotify is going to have video? That's what it said in the, I, uh, in the engagement thing. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, that, yeah. It says here, uh, Spotify hasn't really found a direction when it comes to video. The streaming service developed a handful of original video series, including traffic jams and landmark. You know, those just like everybody's talking about landmark. No, I've never even heard of it. Um, not long ago, but Spotify decided to cancel many of those shows. Shocking. Uh, last October, as part of a shift in the video strategy, uh, those shows never really picked up much traction anyway, but the platform has played with other types of video. Earlier this month, in what appeared to be a test, a video loop was paired with what, super, super, hmm, organism, with a super organism song instead of the typical static image, and Spotify began including video in the playlist like Rap Caviar last year. Sure. It started to really push its podcast offerings last year. That is true, at least in the desktop version. I now see a podcast thing. And when I click on it, it's like, hey, look, it's all the other podcasts that I see every place else. It's like This American Life and blah, blah, right. blah. So, yeah. I, now, are you using Spotify to listen to podcasts? I'll be honest. No. Um, my show is on Spotify. Yeah. But I don't, that's not where I go to listen to podcasts. That's not where I go to discover podcasts either. Uh, again, it's just, and I feel like we, we kind of said this at, at said this ad nauseum it's just another place another directory to have your show so that maybe other people can discover discover your podcast but i'm you know i'm a pocket cast user i've have been for many many years and again i I love that app but i'm not going to go to spotify i mean i I go to i go to spotify for one reason and that is to listen to music and just make my work week feel like it's going a little bit faster yeah i'm with you i I don't know if it's because I'm a podcaster or what I love overcast and you're going to have to come up with an app that like, I don't know, free pizza or something with every listen to get me to leave that thing. I, I saw, I got an email this week from, I forget the name of the app, but it was like, there's um cast boxes one that's like, Hey, this is the new thing. They have better search. And I'm like, I don't really have a problem with search. You know what I mean? It's like, even if, even in iTunes, the search is horrible, but I can still find a podcast to listen to. Right. And 
you know, and so it was something like pupil or something with a P and I was just like, and it was like, this is the best thing. And we're listening to podcasters and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, eh, you know, unless it's like I said, unless you come up with something way outside of the box and my favorite thing that will, you've got to have this with overcast. I use this all the time is I have the premium version. I think it's $12 a year. I can upload things to overcast.fm and it will show up in the app. So like if I do it, so, and I, what I like about that is it's really easy. I have it set so that if I upload something, it goes into a playlist that I have, you know, very creatively named uploads. And so if I take the audio from a webinar or, you know, something that's like, it's not a podcast, I can throw it up and and listen to that. And that to me is, that's like, that's a deal breaker. If I, if you want me to go to another one, I'm like, can I throw things into the app? that's not a podcast. No. No. And then I'm not leaving. So. Well, Mark said something interesting here in the chat, Dave, um, uh, Rob Walsh from, uh, from Libsyn, who you're very familiar with, uh, says that Spotify has a very high percentage of podcast usage though. So clearly a lot of people do use Spotify to listen to podcasts. Now, my guess is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. Those are folks that aren't podcasters. That's my guess. Right. Which is a good thing in a way. It's a different audience because we need more sure. listeners. Um, I agree. But I'm, I'm trying to pull up my stats. I think the last time I checked, a little bit like Stitcher, I'm getting about 3% of my audience is coming from, from Spotify. So if I look at an episode here, my last episode, let me make some notes here. As of today, 1,479 listens. If I go up to my Spotify stats, assuming that they're uploaded uh, or updated, because they sometimes have a problem with that, and they have not updated, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Well, speaking of stats, and we'll, we'll, yeah. while you dig through that a little bit, Dave, I've got a little bit of a qualm to pick with uh, with Libsyn. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> And it, again, this is, and we want to thank Nick for coming on the show. All right. <laughs> yeah. I can't Spotify. I can't get my stats for my latest episode, but the last time I checked, I was getting about 3%. This so. is extremely minor and this is very nitpicky of me, but okay. ever since the new stats have come out, the yes. new format, I liked when I logged into Libsyn, I could immediately see total downloads. Yes. And are you going to st- see that now? Oh, well here, let me, um, Let's let's do this, shall we? Because I get a lot of stats questions. Um, and so Do you know what I mean though? Like I feel like yeah. ever since the cutover, it's kept track of stats from that date, but it doesn't have Oh wow, look at that. There we go. So Ooh, there fancy. There's the there's the school of podcasting. And so if I go to stats, um, it looks like I have hundred and twelve thousand total. That's not correct. That is not correct. Let's 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 back that up. That is not the full picture. Right. So what it is, I've had 112,000 downloads since November 1st in the new system. If I click on the little blue clock, it says, hey, you've had 1.6 million. Oh. You had 150. And you're like, well, that's kind of, all right, I got the answer, but hey, you made me click for it. And then, so if I want the total downloads for the episodes, if we scroll down, they're here. Yep, I see those there always. And if I also click on episodes... I can, and this is okay. sort of by downloads, by the way, if you ever wonder, why does it do that? It's so like my, my top, I have some PDFs here that have been downloaded a lot, but if I click on release date, there's my first episode. It's been downloaded 8,000 times. My last episode again is 1479. So 
you can get the totals there. Now, if I want to dig in to the Ask Dave Anything episode here, I can click on that and I can see here's the the download. And you can easily, like if you want to zoom in on this, I can just drag this over. And there's your typical podcast kind of thing. So what I mean by that, he said, thinking of the audio people, is uh, you have this big spike at the beginning and then it slowly trailers off. And then, you know, I'm getting 40 downloads, 28 downloads a day for that. Um, over here, I can see that a big old chunk of them, 1,647 of the 1,701 came via my RSS feed. And you almost think this doesn't work. But here on Twitter, I had 19 plays on iHeart. Uh, no, that's my app. No, this was iHeart, I think. No, that's Twitter. This is iHeart. Nine plays on iHeart Radio. Um, I had four plays on my app and apparently no plays on Spotify, at least for that episode. So will the Spotify show up oh, in that? Actually, if I click on this, cause I do have Spotify stats over here and this is what I was looking at before. I don't see my latest episode. Let me see if I can. Oh, here's the ask Dave anything. Okay. So I had six downloads. So let's do the math on that. So it was what I say, 1470. No, that's 1700. Uh, so if we take six divided by 1700, it's time for fun math with Dave. It's a pretty high percentage. That is a uh, 0.3% <laughs> of my audience is coming from Spotify. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So uh, not a huge amount, but here's the fun thing. Doesn't cost me a thing to, sure. uh, to do that. There's that. If I go back now, if you go, but Dave, I want to see like, like when you're in your stats and this is from November to January. If I ever wanted to see like how many downloads did I get in the month that we do have weekly totals here at the top and monthly, that was not there when these stats first rolled out. People said, wait, where's the monthly totals? So we put those in and we're always adding stuff. But the one thing that is missing is I used to be able to see how many downloads my episodes got in a month, like how many were in November. So I can come up here now. It's not again, not as easy. But I can click here and say, look, let's go. Uh, if I want to see what happened in December, I can say December 1st through December 31st, run this. And I can see now that these episodes had, you know, X amount of downloads. I can export that as a CSV. And then if I want to see what happened in November, you know, I can go back here. So it's it's more clicking, admittedly. It's not a it's not a picture. I can run that. and. So you get the idea. So uh, that's probably guess, the, that's probably the biggest request I get as a support person is I really miss the three month. You used to be able to say, here's your total downloads, December, November, and October. And because to me, I'm all about, I just, I just, I don't really care how many, because, because I know what the, the a podcast is going to look like a big spike and they, so, right. but a lot of people like to see, Hey, I, uh, a podcast that I released this month is or a podcast I released three months ago is still getting downloads. So, but, so, uh, yeah, I, guess, I guess the nitpicky side of me is like, instead of me having to click that little tiny blue button and the total downloads, just show the whole number. Yes. Preaching in my case, you're preaching to the choir. Okay. Um, it is that so I'm way. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> anytime. No. And we're always open for feedback. Um, the, like I said, the weekly and the monthly tab, uh, was based on user feedback. I believe they're looking at bringing back the monthly, uh, the three month thing. And, and some of it is the, the biggest, well, besides the IAB and all that other fun filled stuff of, of redoing the stats, one of the biggest re- 
quest we got was your stats need to be mobile friendly. And so that's the, that's kind of the tricky part because how do you have super cool in-depth stats that work on a mobile device? That's the right. the fun part. So it's interesting, but yeah, that's, um, and there'll be things coming in the future. I'm sure as, as life goes down, but, uh, as things go along, but, uh, at any rate, so was that your second thing? You one want, more thing. I was going to say, was that your second thing? It's not, no, so, not. it's kind of a spur of the, it's the bonus, <laughs> the bonus option. Yeah. So, and I know you, you do this a lot uh, with the show every week here, you and Jim both. I was scouring through and I, I rarely, I'm not the podcaster that's going to comment on stuff I see in the Facebook groups. I just don't feel like it's my place to do so. Right. I just am not, I just, I'm not, uh, you're not a get off I, my lawn kind of guy. No. <laughs> or maybe I am a get off my lawn kind of guy. I, I, maybe it's the other way. Uh, don't, don't, I, I tend not to try to bother anybody. Okay. Um, so, but this week there was a, a, a question asked, uh, what are the best things or what, what tools do you use to take your show live and take callers? Yes. And, uh, I happen to be the first person to comment. Uh, you know, I explained my process, which is, it's a little more different than others. Right. Uh, and you were here uh, earlier this fall. So you saw my setup right here in the studio. You sat four feet from where I'm sitting here. And it, it's a lot different than a lot, what a lot of people do. And so uh, I'm using a, a program called Colin Studio, which you have used in the past. Right. And I stream live using Wirecast. And then I use uh, a platform called Joycaster, which then distributes the the feed, the video feed to Facebook and YouTube. So I'm only sending out one feed rather than uploading two feeds, absolutely killing my bandwidth. Now that's not the issue that I'm, I'm, that I'm, or why I'm bringing this up. The the reason why I'm bringing this up was some of the feedback from that post about how going live isn't the strength of podcasting. That was the quote Mm. that, that going live isn't the strength of podcasting. And I absolutely disagree with that statement. I'm not saying it's for everybody. But if you're looking for engagement, I can't think of a better way to do it than to do it live. That's and so I I kind of threw it out there, you know, when 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 somebody responded to me about that not being a strength of podcasting, I absolutely disagree. And I think as podcasters, I think we box ourselves into that label. You know, we we box <laughs> ourselves into that label of being audio only. Yeah. That's what a podcast is. We have to start looking at ourselves as we are content creators. We are podcast. We are producers. We, we, we create a product. Podcasting is just a distribution method. That is correct. we, We have to start looking ourselves as content creators. We are producers and podcasting is just one way of distributing that content that you produce out every week. You could, you know, produce it and distribute it via YouTube, via Facebook live. I, but, but as far as engagement goes, and being able to take phone calls like sometimes we do here yeah. on Ask the Podcast Coach, going live is a fantastic method. And I think it sharpens your skill behind the microphone as well. Yeah, it's uh, I'm with you on that. It's um, the reason I do this show. One of the reasons I, that keeps me doing the show is the fact that we have a kick butt chat room, you know, and a, a community that shows up. So, yeah, in terms of, of audience interaction, absolutely, hands down. Um, hey, um, somebody's actually, now here's the fun thing. Is this an actual call? Um, guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Hello. I bet this is hello. It. Hello. 
Hi, uh, this is Nick Leeson. I'm calling you from U.S. Home Improvements. How are you doing today? <laughs> Good. How are you, Nick? You're on the air with uh, Ask the Podcast Coach. Are you going to try to sell me something? Oh, I apologize for that. I am so sorry. I'm going to put you on our Do Not Call us right away. That would be great, Nick. Bye-bye. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> and that's why you do it live. That's folks. why you do it live. Exactly. Well, I should have known because that was my actual phone number, phone number, not the number that's on uh, the website there. <laughs> I need to start doing that. Boy, that got him off the phone real quick. So next time somebody calls, I am from the IRS. I am here to uh, and like, hey, thanks. Uh, I always love the fact that like, my name is Ken. No, your name is not Ken. You know, um, so my apologies for anyone offended by a bad whatever accent the heck that was. You should have gone into Binky right then and there. What's up, man? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. No, that was not shenanigans. Uh, yeah, I was going to do calls today, and then Nick Nick saved me, which is awesome. But he, there is a phone number on the website, at least for today, 567-342-6224. And the way I'm doing this, just so you guys know, if somebody wants to call, we could do that. Except Nick, you you won't be able to hear Nick if he if he comments, is I have my phone plugged into uh this which goes into my mixer so um well if i would have thought about it we could have thrown up my call in studio line and then you would have been able to hear it there you go i would have been able to hear it but that yeah Yeah. and i was gonna actually go back and re-sign up for call in studio and i'm like i'm not doing that for one episode you know but it's uh it's fun you know i could i could actually call myself if i wanted to you know so uh, and and what's happening now is uh that is actually a magic jack number that i have so i'm not giving out my stuff oh wow and so i'm not giving out my phone number and then this is just you know what's the best microphone for 30 bucks uh yeah that would be um uh we, there are no microphones for 30 bucks there's a horrible echo on this now isn't there <laughs> you gotta I need go some, I need some and a chick and and oh yeah so that's how i it so if it's just you now, the bad news about that, of course, is with call in studio, if somebody calls and you're on the line with somebody, there's a, um, what you call it? There's a, a cue. With that, if somebody calls, I'm just like, hey, I'm on the phone with somebody else. Can you call back in five minutes? But you would think if it was live. And the other thing I've, I've determined, at least, when your show is, is small, we used to beg people to call and be like, we'd have like two calls. You know, like I think once I had two people in the queue, but most of the time it was like, Hey, we got a caller. You're right in. So I think that's a problem you have. That's one of those good problems to have. I have too many callers, but we never, ever had that, that problem. Is that a call? That is actually a call. Hi, you're on with Dave and uh, Nick. What's your question? Hey Dave, this is, this is a liquidy from Utah. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I have a quick question for you. I am going to be doing my first podcast in just a little bit, and um, I'm going to be doing it on the road. And I was wondering what suggestions you guys have for on the road podcasting. Got it. And when you say on the road, is it going to be like, are you interviewing one person, multiple people? Is it just you doing solo stuff? One per- it's so it's going to be me and one person, and she owns a tea shop uh, where I live in Park City. And so I'm going to her tea shop to interview her. Nice. Uh, are you going to be sitting down to do the interview? Do you think? Yeah, we're going to be sitting down in the back of her tea shop at a table. So for me, I would say just get either a Zoom H5 or a Zoom H6. Uh, it's a little portable recorder, and then you can get you know your typical ATR 2005. These microphones are less than a hundred bucks, 
and you can get little cables. He said looking for one on the floor that I can't find. Um, here's actually a cable, which you can see. I know I'm talking to you on the phone. This is like two, mm-hmm. feet, two feet long. And so you could you could put the recorder on the table, get some stands, and then plug it in, and you're good to go. Because the, the recorder actually has uh, recording levels. He said Grammy gets camera here. So you can see here that as I talk, that well, everything's backwards. Um, so I can adjust my recording volume. Uh, on this as we're doing it and you're done. You just hit record. And then when you're done, you can, can grab that recording, throw it into audacity or whatever you're using and add your music. If you have any and you're done. So it's super easy. And it's uh, the recorder is, um, you know, fairly small and uh, good to go. And there are other, some, there Wait, are and some I have another question for you. Um, um, your other co-host had mentioned joy cat joy cast. Yes. Uh, Nick, Wait, she, she's he, asking about Joycast. Of course, Nick, you can hear her, right? I can hear her, but I don't she think can't she can hear, hear me. Yeah, she can't hear you. Okay. I I was just wondering how effective that was as far as pushing it forward to your social media platform. And, and are there any other um, are there any other um, similar uh, programs like that that will push your uh, podcast into social media that other people like? Got it. You you can hear Nick's answer on the website. You won't be able to hear on him the, on the phone. So the difference, what, what Joycaster is, Joycaster is a platform that takes a live video stream and it distributes it to Facebook and it distributes it to YouTube. So it's not like it takes a recorded podcast that you're going to publish to like an RSS feed and distributes it socially. Joycaster is really just for taking the video stream, allowing me to put one video upload stream to one server and then Joycaster takes that data and distributes it to YouTube and to Facebook. So it has nothing to do with your podcast. If, something, if it's something that you're going to record and post after the fact, uh, Joycaster wouldn't really be involved there. Um, from, you know, if you're going to be using, I know Libsyn can distribute to Facebook. It can distribute to Twitter, as we just saw with Dave's stats. But if you're looking to record, if it's, if it's just going to be something where you're sitting down with a person and you're not streaming it live, um, most likely you're not going to be using Joycaster. So thank you for the call. That was fun. Well, and, and I was going to say, you, you mentioned a zoom. I've had a lot of success uh, with the task cam DR 40. Yeah. And it's a little bit cheaper than the zoom, but it does allow you to plug in two XLR mics. It gives you the same amount of levels. Uh, so that's, yeah. So if that's, and that's really the big feature of that zoom is you can plug two XLR cables into it. And, uh, and so if you can get that for, and Tascam's a great uh, company as well. I've had a lot of the recording stuff back in the days of being a musician. And uh, I recommend, it's weird, shorter cables are more expensive. I never understood that. But you will thank yourself when you're not tripping over 20 feet uh, that's tangled up around your, uh, well, I had cable once that, that I used to have a, a Zoom H4, H, just an H4, the plastic one. And I had all this cable and it got wrapped around my chair and I got up, pushed my chair out and literally the H4 went flying across the room. And that's why I now have an H5. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's a way to do that. And, you know, in, in if you're like, mm, Dave, that's not in the budget. I have gotten away with interviewing people with a phone to my face and then a phone to their face. It's not the prettiest, not the most professional looking thing, but but well, speaking of phone, Dave, yeah, uh, there is a device, and I and I've used this before as well. It's called a Ceramonic Smart Rig Plus. 
I'll hold it up to my camera here. That's just, fun. As you can see, it's got two XLR inputs there on the bottom. You can control the volume. There's two volume knobs you control. And then this plugs in. It's got a TRRS connector, which allows you to plug into your smartphone. So this right Ooh. here could plug into your smartphone, and then you could use your smartphone to as a recorder. Off. That's what exactly. that called again. The Ceramonic Smart Rig Plus. I believe it was ninety nine dollars. I got it on Amazon, dude. How that's a that's a find right there. Ceramonic. I think I went to school with her. Um, <laughs> Ceramonic. One more time. S a r a m o n i c Smart Rig. Smart. And it runs on a nine volt battery. <sighs> And it can also plug into a camera as well. How so a DSLR, if you're in the uh, field shooting with the DSLR. Yeah, Ceramonic two-channel XLR. Yeah. Boy. And also has phantom power if you need it. Look at look at Nick just bringing the A game. Look at all the toys, man. Everybody's just like, yay, more things to play with. It's like, <laughs> that's really, uh, to me, obviously, you've used that, I'm assuming. I have used it. I used it uh, at the beginning of the season last year for FC Cincinnati games. I would go down to the games and I had a, a, a gentleman who, who shoots the game for us uh, taking pictures. And after the game, I was like, hey, is there any chance I can get you to shoot some video of me interviewing fans immediately after the game? And he was like, sure. He's got an XLR and I wanted to have a, you know, a handheld mic to go into that XLR. And so uh, or I'm sorry, into the DSLR. So, too, so many abbreviations here. Um, so I found that device that allows me to plug in a, a microphone with the XLR cable, which I needed the length uh, to get kind of further away from the camera. So we weren't, you know, breathing down each other's necks. And so, yeah, I found that device. And so it worked out really, really, really well. Nice. Now the, you mentioned the Tascam DR40. 40. 40. Yep. 178 bucks right now on uh, Amazon. What's the, what do you think the difference is between that? Like, does that, that does not operate as a USB interface? That I don't believe it can. I never tried to use it as a USB interface. We would use it for uh, our high school football broadcasts and we would plug in, we would have these headsets. It's a broadcast. I'll I'll even put it on. Excellent. Uh, Yeah. So we would, we would plug this XLR into the bottom of the Tascam uh, it, this is we would use this for our pregame interviews with coach down on the field, and then we would take the XLR cord from this broadcast headset. It has two ends. It's got the XLR for your mic, and then obviously a headphone jack, which I have plugged in right here into my Behringer headphone amp. And so we couldn't hear each other through the through the ears, but we could at least sit there. We're close enough where we were we could record the interview, and then we would take that Tascam up to the booth and then when it came time to go live with coach we would just hit the play button on the task cam and voila go to town and what yeah. what model of headset is that this is a uh, this is an audio technica bphs1 so and it goes for about 199 the last i checked pretty cool it sounds I, I mean and do you notice a significant difference in sound quality yes <laughs> For me, well, and I, to be fair, I'm not going through my compressor either. Right. So, but it doesn't sound that has bad. a little bit to do with it. Um, yeah. the The biggest thing is, all of a sudden, you went from sounding cool. Well, not that you sound bad, but all of a sudden, you sound like this. It's like sure. all all the bass is gone, and I'm like, "Yep, that's a headset." But the nice thing about a headset, I'm not a huge fan of them. Uh, but the one thing that they do that they eliminate is the whole thing where Dave's going around and doing stuff. 
And yeah, I could turn around like this and look at uh, my flag. I could yeah. look at my, my shelf. You so, had no idea that I'm not away from my yeah. microphone. <laughs> yeah, so uh, very cool. Fun toys. Uh, how did, how did I didn't you, think I was going to break this out today. Sheesh. How did you find the Ceremonic Gizmo? Just typed in phone interface and... I believe what I was doing at the time, because I knew we were going to be shooting with a DSLR camera, I went to the one and only Ray Ortega. The one and only. And I said, hey, I um, here's what I'm going to be doing. And I know you do a lot of shooting in the field. Um, yeah. And we kind of brainstormed and we we sat down. We were, I believe we were on a call. We were on a Skype call just chatting. And we were we were on on the Googles. And he found this and we gave it a shot. And it, it's it's worked out great. Because I'm looking at that going, okay, that, you know, if you don't want to bring the H5, it's about the same size as like a portable recorder, but it's just, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, I, I like the fact that it's cool. And um, what is the, yeah. what's the middle button there? I see where you have, let me zoom in on that. Oh, that's so fan, the middle button here is, is Phantom Power. Uh, I see that on my, it's, there's Phantom Power and then there's the, the on off as far as, um, are you going to be going into a camera like a DSLR camera or are you going to be going into a smartphone, which you can kind of see the smartphone is there on the right. Yeah. Um, so you can kind of designate which, which setting you're going to be on. I think the, what it's probably doing, and I'm just speculating here. I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but I believe by switching it over to the the smartphone, because I don't think, on these little lightning adapters, because I've got an iPhone seven now, which means the headphone jack is gone. Right. Which is kind of a bummer. Um, I don't know if these are line in or mic in uh, settings. And I, and I know there's a difference. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that on uh, the podcasters roundtable. how you, you blew up something. You I did. It. Yeah. Um, it happens. Yeah. We were, we were going line in into a, an iPad with a mic in adapter and, <laughs> that did not go well. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, that's cool. I'm trying to, I'm sitting there thinking, cause on one hand I had total gear acquisition syndrome there. I was like, Ooh, that's cool. But now I'm looking at it going, well, wait a minute. Am, am I really gaining anything? Because I'm not bringing a portable recorder, but now I'm bringing that thing instead and using my phone as the recorder. So I'm still bringing two things. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool in a way. Yeah. And again, it's, it's really more that does that device is really mostly for flexibility. Yeah. You know, like I said, you can use that to go in straight into a DSLR camera. You could use it to go into your phone. And, and I don't know if a zoom, especially if you're recording video, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, at a podcast conference and you want to do a video interview with somebody, right. And you want it to sound good rather than all the constant noise being around you. You could plug that thing in and have a handheld mic and still be able to shoot the video. And that goes right to the video, not right. Am I correct in that? Oh, this no. Would plug into the, into the lightning adapter. Right. Which then would plug into the bottom of your iPhone 7. And Got then, it. so that's your, your microphone. Got it. So the iPhone automatically picks that up as, oh, this is where the, the audio is coming in from. So when you're recording the video... It's going to have this audio with the video. Nice. Pretty cool. 
Mark says, this isn't a question, but I'm getting bored of seeing people posting about how to make money with their podcast when they've only just started. Uh, where does this misguided perception that podcasting is an easy route to making money? Oh, you didn't know, Mark? It's if easy. you start a podcast, you're you're going to be a millionaire. Here's here's the thing. That right I, away. Here's the thing I think that everybody ignores. Rob Walsh, when he does his uh, Libs and Stats, he says, uh, you know, you need at least 5,000 downloads if you want, you know, the Casper Mattress, Stamps.com kind of sponsor. And I hear so many people say, well, I'm going to start a podcast, and then hopefully we'll get sponsorship. The number in the last episode was 7%, like 7.8% get enough downloads to get a sponsor. But everybody's, I'm like, so if somebody said, hey, Dave, um, you know, you could make it as a musician. Now, keep in mind, 93% of the musicians never make a dime or they don't make enough to make a living. But go at you just just start playing away, buddy. And I'm like, everybody seems to be ignoring the fact that only 7% get enough downloads to get, again, a major sponsor. Uh, there are the Glenn, the geeks of the world that are, you know, niching down and things like that. But, uh, and then, um, oh, my buddy Ravi from uh, subscribeme.fm, he has his own podcasting product and he has a great video. I'll have to find it. And he, he breaks down Pat Flynn's numbers mm-hmm. that, uh, cause you know, Pat puts out his, his income and the amount of money from his, uh, that's his income, that sponsorship is tiny. And so I'm not anti-sponsor. I'm just, everybody seems to, seems to think I'll start a podcast. I'll do 10 episodes. I'll get a sponsor. And I'm like, it doesn't kind of work that way. So. No, yeah. It's not, uh, it's not a get rich quick kind of medium. Uh, never has been. It never will be. Um, so it, the, the way, and I, I hate that podcasters or people get into this thinking that because for folks like you and, and I've been doing this since 2015 or not 15, 2005. Sorry. I was going to say, you've been around longer than that. Yeah. Wait a minute. I need my coffee too. Right. <laughs> uh, says the guy who doesn't drink coffee. Um, I, we've put in hundreds of episodes. We've done thousands of episodes. Some of us thousands of hours of putting work into this. It's not. And I wish people wouldn't look at it that way because I, yes, it can be a business, but it's really about, I can want to bring back that word, Dave, passion. Yeah. And, and, and being and sharing that passion with a community. Can you make money from it? Sure. But it's really, that really shouldn't be the driving motivator. No, it's not the way it works. Typically it can be. So, uh, it can't, and again, what that percentage is extremely small. Right. So. And maybe if you have a big name or you're a famous person, you've already got that built in it factor. But. Yeah. So stick around if you're here live. We'll do some uh, post-show. We're going to start wrapping things up. Nick, where can people find you? CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com for all the latest surrounding FC Cincinnati and lower division soccer here in the United States. And you can find me at SchoolOfPodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. There is an E in there. I've seen people type in LISTENER because I guess E's are evil when they think it's the internet. Uh, It's like Governor. Yeah, Governor. It's listener. So, uh, and uh, Emily's pointed out that if you want to call in, it's uh, just Lord Hambag. <laughs> That's the phone number. <laughs> I am Lord Hambag. Right. So, uh, thanks stick, for having me, Dave. Uh, I appreciate it. Stick around for some post show. Uh, thanks to the chat room. Uh, we'll be right back in uh, just two seconds. Mm-hmm. 